Hello and welcome to the land of Erun, where the weird and wild are mundane. We join an eclectic band of adventurers seeking fame, fortune, and trouble. There's Grace Hanna Glimmergrin, the halfling cleric. Torlar, the pretentious elven wizard. Kazidger, the drow assassin. And the brothers Savakrith, Gerevis, and Yamarashi, a Goliath warrior and barbarian. And I, the gentle god of this world. Let's see what fate has in store on this episode of Dungeons and Disorder. I'm, I'm fucking silver tube, oh I would say. This is happening. <laughs> okay. Hello and welcome to another clusterfuck. No! Dungeons and Disorder. We're the best clusterfuck. Um, we make am, daddy proud. I am joined by a bunch of people who are on time, and the DM is late today, so everyone Woo. can make fun of me, I guess. We are joined by... Decide what his punishment Alex. is. Hi, Viewers. I'm Alex. Uh, I think we're playing D&D. Uh, my name, I'm playing a Grace Hanna, which is a halfling clerk. Anthony? I'm Anthony. I'll be playing Garavis, and we're going to kick some ass, son. Blake? I'm Blake, and I'll be playing the Drow Rogue Zidra. Joe? I'm Joe, and I'll be playing the burliest barbarian in the world. Uh, Tony 2, Electric Boogaloo? Jarvis would argue that. Perhaps. I don't know. Well, now that it's time for me to talk, I'm playing Torlar, the Elf Wizard. And last time... Uh, actually, wait, let's rewind before we jump into it. Uh, thank you guys. Um, there have been some more reviews on iTunes. Really appreciate it. Really need them because they do, uh, boost us up, get more people to watch us and more people who watch and listen. Hopefully more people will have fun and have a wonderful time. And then we can also do more fun things for you guys. Um, plus it makes us all happy. We get the warm fuzzies inside. Uh, I have a question, Leah. Yep. Do you think any of our listeners listen to us while they play D&D? Like D&D Inception? So it's kind of distracting, huh? Actually, never mind. Yeah, yeah maybe they're <laughs> stealing our plot points. Someone's like, someone's what? like, I roll a 20. You rolled a 20? No, sorry, that was the podcast. I, I rolled a 4. Okay, um, so just wanted to throw that thank you out there first and foremost. And uh, now let's uh, recap. So... How much does plot armor cost? If you have to ask, you cannot afford it. One blow J. <laughs> I was going to actually make that joke, and I avoided it. But thanks, Joe, for just lowering that bar. We're an explicit podcast. I understand that, but... Well, I mean, you got to lower the bar, right? I also, like I also didn't... I, <laughs> I also didn't want to uh, encourage Anthony in any way. I don't know. He's a loose cannon cop. I don't, I don't need that kind of attention. All right, all blow jays aside. No, you have to, to you have to do those from the front. You can't do them from the side. <laughs> you clearly are watching the wrong videos. Anywho, let's, let's take on. a couple steps back. We're playing Dungeons and Dragons. You're, cut, you're cutting all that. I love how every time we leave that in, every time someone says you're cutting all that, it's always in. I mean, I can't help it. Keep that it. My wisdom is ignored. Well, not you specifically saying it, but everyone who says it. So last time you guys um, uh, trawled through the barracks area, going through kind of the uh, head 
or old leaders of this area. Uh, you found a couple interesting items, uh, if you remember. It was. I uh, don't remember. Yes, you weren't here. There was a book um, that the wizard took who couldn't open. There was a uh, magical sword. Heartseeker. Yep, Heartseeker that ended up with our cleric. Um, as well as some, some gems and gold. Uh, you then decided to go down a floor where you entered the library that was had a couple of ghost librarians in it. And after thoroughly failing your diplomacy, uh, ended up having to fight these ghosts. So why was diplomacy necessary? Did you guys not like uh, have a library card or overdo basically, books? Something? Basically is what it, what it came down to. Is Tony had some late fees that we didn't want to necessarily pay. Son of a bitch. You know. You know. Tony, uh, you, you've been here before? You hung out here? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know where to keep the, get the joke going. I don't know if he's, if he's serious or not sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, one of the ghosts possessed your uh, fighter. Um, but Oh, that's true. Thankfully, you guys didn't pummel him mercilessly into uh, meat pulp. You managed. I tried. Yeah, you managed, but you managed to. Uh, his brother managed to tackle him, restrain him, and then you uh, banished the spirit from within yeah. him. They were legit going to kill you. That was you, by the way, Anthony. If that wasn't clear. Oh, that that wasn't clear. Actually, yeah. no who idea. else is a fighter? Dude, why why are you guys such dicks? Why'd you try and beat me up? You were <laughs> possessed by a devil. A ghost. A ghost. It's not a devil. They're different things. <laughs> Could Evil I walk through walls? No. All right, all right. Maybe uh, it was a bad idea. Okay, I should let you guys possession. Kill we're we're retconning this. Anthony actually died. Uh, his character <laughs> yes. is dead. Um, so uh, you guys managed to um, free his spirit, and now you are in the partially destroyed library because you tipped over a whole bunch of shelves like dominoes. Um, and uh, you are in this large. Uh, circular library uh, lined wall to wall with books as well as having additional shelving uh, and uh, the ghost librarians have been uh, dispatched you know that from a little while ago there is another floor below this uh, based on your crude map sorry I'm holding something in my hands based on a crude map that uh, you guys obtained earlier um, and then below that, there seems to be another chamber that goes very deep. Um, it almost seems to drop down. So, uh, after the, the fluttering eyes of your fighter uh, open, and he takes a breath, and you can see that he is no longer possessed. The blue energy that once pulsed through his eyes is gone. Um, you guys have a, a moment of quiet solitude in the library. What do you do? Great. Now we have to go through all these books just for this fucking wizard. I guarantee it. Uh, I do I'm going to go up to the side of the room and try and catch my breath. And I'm going to walk uh, over this way. Okay, so you walk towards the door, um, kind of catching your breath after your weird uh, brush with your mind being taken over and shunted aside in your own body while the wizard 
uh, begins his stroll around. What are you looking for specifically in terms of books? So I want to try and figure out if there's like an organizational schema that I would recognize. Like, this, you know, we decimal system types. Yeah, you, you recognize that there is an organization system to the books. Um, it seems to be done alphabetically for the languages that they're written in um, for the bookshelves and it seems that the books along the walls are done chronologically okay so is there any sort of like desks or chests or anything in here to like containers of any kind yes there are um containers pushed up against the far back wall opposite the door as well as a couple of like partially some of the tables are broken have like collapsed but there's like you know one or two tables that are still sitting up that are in use i want to investigate the uh painters to see if i can find any like anything that would open this book that i found or so as you rummage through the containers you see will look to be uh lots of different handwritings for notes on um, experiments performed here uh, as well as magical research and other like clerical uh, documentation okay so nothing immediately useful um, is there anything in here referencing more about what this facility is for because I think, what did we come to the conclusion before? It's like storing energy or they're experimenting? Um, originally, they were, uh, you came to the, or you, you gleaned the information to piece together that they kind of were doing experiments with merging planes um, and kind of creating overlap. So gray areas between planes rather than distinct planes, specifically with Obviously, the, the planes that they are interacting with are the material plane in the Feywild. Uh, you know that it required a massive amount of energy to create these kind of fuzzy areas. And that you realize that probably the resulting uh, large growth of all the creatures here, the very ancient trees, are probably in some way related to this merging of the the planes the fuzziness so in some degree it seems that they have succeeded just based on the results however you you're not quite sure and you know that this large stone was probably some sort of catalyst for um power to be making these types of experiments because you know that they would require a, a ton of arcane energy okay um Does anyone any oh. thoughts or things we should look for specifically? Is there a um, private section, dangerous section, like special section Bells. of the library? Back where um, Tor is standing, you can see that behind like those shelf, that shelf seems to be sectioned off for 
the magical experiments they were doing. So it seems like if this place weren't ruined, it would be under, you know, kind of more watch and key. But that that seems like the only kind of cordoned off section. Um, I'll browse over and check out that section. Um, make me a investigation roll and then just a straight d20 roll. So investigation first, where you get your bonus, and then just a straight luck roll, because you don't really know what you're looking for. I am going to add d4 to this. Bye. Okay. It's got a, it's got a somatic component. What do you say? Uh, hounds guide me. That's terrible. That's, what uh, you used, that's actually what you used last time, too. <laughs> is it right? Uh, it's a 22. Yeah. Uh, it's 18 plus 4, so 22. Nice, so... Also make before I tell you the result. Also make just a straight D twenty roll that doesn't have uh, okay investigation modifier. Eight. Okay. So as you um, look through these records, you actually come upon like there there are basically like the overall official records of all experiments here, and stored here also seem to be some like personal experiments. You know, people have free time, and they're all they seem to all be you know, magical researchers. So you, you leaf through a few books and you actually find one that seems to be based on um, sort of magical experimentation on actual, like, physical flesh in the sense that um, uh, enhancing its strength, uh, linking it with other things, uh, life general like kind of i don't want to say it's not like evil magic but it's kind of pushing the moral gray area you know like linking two people's lives intrinsically um so if something bad happens to one something bad happens to the other kind of musings and basic experimentation on that type of thing is there the is there the n-word necromancy yes (laughs) You don't see it explicitly stated in the sense that they're saying, like, this is going to lead to necromancy. But you do see some areas where they talk about bringing things back to life. uh, Talk about... um, He does, like, kind of surreptitiously skirt around... Because, I mean, obviously these are kind of... He left these in a public area, so surreptitiously skirting around raising the dead. But doesn't actually explicitly say any experiments that they did on that. Alright. Uh, as long as there's no, like, formulas or spell components teaching people how to do it, I'm fine. Um, I walk back over and hand some of these to our wizard for further analysis. Uh, sweet. Books. <laughs> the, 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 you see, you see the cleric pick up some books, leaf through them, and then just hand them to you silently and start walking away. <laughs> Skim them real quick. You're like, oh yeah, good, good, fine. Uh, spell books. I want to find spell books. Uh, actually, can I just detect magic in general in here? Yes, you can detect magic in yeah, general. I do that. Here. I'll take ten minutes while people jack off. I don't know whatever they want to do. So before our party flubbed the diplomacy check and I knocked over all of the bookshelves, I was looking in the section that might have had information about 
the heart of the forest. Correct. Are there any books, preferably with pictures, <laughs> that have anything to do with the heart of the forest? Uh, so, Tor, you're looking for... Oh, he's he's casting a spell to look for it. Um, yeah, make me an investigation roll. So you go back over to that section uh, where you topple this, these first two bookshelves. So and you, I rolled an 11. You managed to find a book. Uh, it has pictures in it. Yes. Are you literate? Yes. Okay, cool. So think that, you, that's not a thing anymore, is it? I, I don't think it's a I thing really anymore, do. but you were also raised by, like, Goliath. So I don't know what they put their their stock in. I don't know if you... Well, we're, we're, I'm a very world-traveled <laughs> Goliath. So you see a book that has, like, a lot of pictures, um, like, kind of detailing the anatomy of animals and stuff. And it seems to be on local flora and fauna. But it seems to be more normal fare. They don't show, like, huge animals. They don't show, like, giant spirits. You know, it's like wolf. You know, this wolf is indigenous to the area and only roams in packs and blah, blah, blah with, like, diagrams of the wolf and then, like, cross-sectionals of the musculature and stuff. Cool. Nothing of use to me. The pictures are really good in it, though. So, um, you're I'm good. You, uh, managed to, you cast your spell and you can see actually here that there is like intense swirling magical energy, almost like, uh, weird fractured eddies that like, you know, sweep across almost like the magic is flowing in like odd directions and angles uh, you know this is different than the normal magical fields you kind of usually see where they're pretty static in nature. Um, so, like, looking around with this, it's really hard to identify which books are magical because since there's so much magic just suffusing this area. Uh, however, you know, you kind of go through those personal stock areas um, and you think that if they did have spell books... They probably kept them on their persons. So if you found maybe the corpses of the researchers who originally were here, you might be able to find some some spell books. Curses. Keep backups. <laughs> well, hey. You mean you got a I book got that you can't it's open? Just fucking locked. <laughs> Alright. So we have some notes. Uh, do these books have anything about like reversing that like bonding process like especially the ones that uh grace hana found so yeah looking through that you can see that there is some interesting notes about um how to create magical bonds of various natures like uh okay you know entering into an agreement where two two parties must agree on like a contract uh, magical bonding where one is kind of like a parasitic host where they gain strength from the other person or the other person gets weaker and and studying them you think you know if you really took the time to go through all these notes you might be able to find something that would at least help you understand how to reverse some sort of bonding and so yeah they seem they seem to be at least useful on that track more time to look at that later uh, so you do know that there 
the there's one more or one to two more floors. Um, the last floor on the map looks a little weird because uh, it's so deep and it's not like shown in the same way. But uh, what would you guys like to do? Are there any books in the room that look like sparkly and magical? <laughs> yes, maybe all of them. Everything whole, is magic. The in whole this place. room is magic. Okay, it's probably well, because it's like leaking up from underneath. Do any of them look like particularly smart? That make that me an Garibus who knows make nothing. Make me an intro. And, okay. All right, let me do that. Um, sure, I'm selected. Okay. Then, oh god, my <laughs> negative one. That's oh, a natural, natural twenty. 20. <laughs> yes. yes. You look around. You're like. <laughs> Book's not magic. That's that's what I said. Yeah, yeah, man, you know exactly. You 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 you're not fooled by the trifle <laughs> of this su- suffusing magic. You're like, I would know if there's a magic book here. Okay, so uh, Garavis is gonna like walk up and sort of corral the rest of the group and push them to the next uh, to the next floor and say, "No good books here. Let go." This book's stupid. Are there any books on fey magic in particular fixing portals? Uh, yes. So um, part of the project here was establishing uh, permanent portals that would um, m- much easier part of the project for this uh, fusing the fey wilds. So um, you can find a book that kind of outlines how to create these portals um, and how to repair them. Sweet. I'll be taking that. And just for clarification, there's nothing in the corners of these rooms because we can only see the circle thingy. It is a circular room, so there is nothing in the corners. Unless you want to go searching for the corners. (laughs) I mean, barbarian in a circular room. All right. I move back towards the stairs, getting ready to go down. I return from looking around the bookshelves, and I go to Tor. Uh, have you found anything interesting with those books? Uh, hopefully a way to snap us out of this forest bond later if we need to. That would be nice. Yeah, I'd rather not have giant roided out elves spying on me. <laughs> Huh. They know that you haven't been working out lately, bro. Bro, what are you doing? <laughs> I can feel that you haven't lifted. <laughs> I know, never, never lift. So, do you guys, uh, you guys are in agreement to go down one floor? Yeah. Whoop. Oh crap! So, as you uh, go down another floor, um, again you see a archway with a, a closed door. Let me get you guys on the map here. Um, we we healed before we ended last session, right? Everybody. Uh, whatever your health is right now is that's what you're actually your health is. Shoot. So it looks like uh, Anthony's about at half health, and everyone else should be close to full. I think. Yes, that's what I was worried about. 
We could just backtrack and rest. Do my yeah, knees... you can, I mean, you can retcon him resting. Do my knees hurt, like, walking down the stairs? I notice, like, a little pinch in my hip. Mm. The hell? No, but... Or he got older. He got older. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, you're still... You live to be 100 usually, right? The Goliaths? It's not the age, it's the mileage. <laughs> yeah, and you, you literally put no mileage on your joints. You just got magically aged, it's so... Yeah, mileage too, I'm assuming. Alright. I would like to open the door and ready in action for dodge. Okay, so you're going to kick open the door, you're going to slowly eek open the door. I'm going to turn the handle like a civilized person this time. Okay. Wait, did we retcon resting? Are we doing that? Yeah, retcon resting if you wanted to. Let's do that. Short rest. And let me expose your map for you. Totally ready. Okay, so this is what you, as you open the door, um, you see it, you enter into a rectangular room that is uh, actually the first room that looks uh, a little bit cleaner. Like the other rooms are all dusty. This one is at least in, in relatively clean use, although there are lots of char marks, burn marks, um, on the floor, uh, in the center of the room, you see a table that has uh, glass vials, a cauldron, um, uh, various ingredients, as well as shelves along the walls with various ingredients, um, with a black like ichor just sitting across the the floor with an overturned bottle that has like little black drips coming out of it. There is a table in the back filled to the brim with papers and books. Um, in the back, from your from your perspective, the back left corner, so overall the right, um, there is a pile of corpses that seem to have been dragged here um, from the various floors, you would assume. And over on the left wall, you hear the clanking of chains. And um, immediately you hear a man, <laughs> Are you back? I'll kill you! I'll never rest until I kill you. Can we see this man? Yeah, he looks to be a very, very gaunt and pallid uh, elf. And he's chained to the wall. And he is chained to the wall. Okay. Um, I would like to make a survival check to see... How long it's been since somebody else has been in this room, and where else they might have gone? You're wasting time, Gude Gras. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. uh, go for it. Make your roll. That twenty. So yeah, you double pick that up. twenty. By the yeah, way. you you rolled a net twenty on your on your advantage roll. So you. You know immediately that you can kind of sense that this room is used, you know, either daily or uh, every other day. It's very well frequented. Um, the person doesn't look like there are any, like, secret doors or anything, but you can tell that someone is using this facility currently. The master of this place is left. Then I'm walking into the, the room. As you walk into the room, 
the uh, the chained up man. You can actually see not, he's not only chained up, but also like very brutally nailed to the wall. Like these very long metal railed spikes have pinned him to the wall. Nine inch nails. They're not nine inches, but um, ten inches. And he kind of like thrashes at his bonds, even though you'd think that it'd be ex- excruciatingly painful. And he he says, <sighs> "Do you work for him? Has he come here? <laughs> Tell him I'll kill him. I'll kill him." Can I sense the mark on him? Uh, no, he does not have the the mark from the forest. I can sense him below. <laughs> There's no floors Go. beneath us. Oh, yes. I can sense him. You can't fool me. Who are you? Where did you come from? <sighs> I am Deogil. And I came from the Feywild. <laughs> I used to run this place. How long have you been here? <laughs> I don't know. Years and years. Uh, he used to kill me. But then when he knew I would come back no matter what, he left me pinned against his wall. Is he the one referenced in like, the journals and stuff from earlier? Yeah, he is the one is referenced. I tell him exactly how long he's been here? He says, uh, uh, you taunt me? Is that why? I'm just trying to help. <laughs> if you were here to help, you'd unpin me from this wall. I mean, we, we, might, we might get to that. But uh, who do we want to kill? <laughs> Xander! Xander! He referenced in any of the documents we found? He is not. So... Xander. Uh, Alex, while this is going on, can you make me a perception check? Yes, I can. Okay, continue, Tony. Special person to you. 21. Okay, uh, you know that this is some sort of uh, undeath um, that this creature is in. Immediately draw my short blade. (laughs) He looks at you and goes... So you, what did you ask him? Is Xander special to you? <laughs> well, who is Xander? Like, <laughs> I, the special thing is, you know. Xander is an idiot! And a murderous fool! Oh, no. And, oh, Blake, are you in the room? I certainly am. He says, Damn ah, dirty elf. And you brought him here! You're working for him. This drow came, and they heard what we were run- doing here. They ruined everything. All the experiments. Explosion. It's all their fault. He like... like, Why did you do that? Why did you ruin everything? I I couldn't help it. (laughs) Uh, Well, I understand. You're working with him. I'll kill you too. I'll spend a thousand lifetimes, but I'll kill all of you for what you did. Uh, what did we do again? I forgot. You know, just 
Remind me. You came here. You teleported in. Slaughtered us. Tried to forcibly change the spell we were casting. <laughs> you screwed everything up. Magic ran wild. Fractured the planes. Bleeding into each other. It wasn't supposed to be like this. Um, I would like to motion to Grace Hana. I am ten feet away from you with a sword drawn. Wait, I want to point over at the pile of dead bodies and go, do we need to worry about that? Uh, I'll go investigate the pile of dead bodies. Okay, give me investigation. Uh, take advantage, because this is kind of your whole bag. Oh, also, also, D4. High-five yourself. Mentally, yes. Yeah, you take a moment to, to pray for guidance before you... Hey, it's a 14, so I'm definitely going to use that. 16. So, you look through these corpses, and it looks like none of them are animated yet. You can see, like, blood smears where, like, piles, either bodies are taken off the pile or put onto the pile. Um... It looks like this is kind of like a, a pile of fodder with bodies in various states of, of decomposition. We're, I'm going to turn over to the uh, the foul creature. I'm going to ask him, where is, where is the one that raised you? Uh, he didn't raise me. If he raised me, he could put me down, but he can't. You said he's below? Yes. I can't sense him. I will slit his throat then. Do you know how then. we might reach him? <laughs> Through the door. <laughs> You're a mad fool. There's no more doors in this um, room, and this is the lowest le level of the temple. No, the stairs The stairs still go down. What? We're all trying more. to talk faster than Alex tries to slit his throat. <laughs> um, are you guys? Oh, I'm no, no. I'm gonna slit the necromancer's throat first. Oh, are you guys I, in I the room? Being, I thought it was an act. I phrase. am. Can we like? I'll come back to it. Can we like bless this pile of corpses or desecrate it or what? Do whatever we need to do to make sure that they don't <laughs> bless it, desecrate it, whatever what? we gotta do. <laughs> Either way, whatever, plus or minus. <laughs> um. Well, if they're no longer like coherent bodies and that they're harder to raise uh but what if they come back in one of those big combobulated things yes what if they come back as a big combobulated thing uh then we kill it and then kill the person who did it i think we should just light this whole room on fire and then walk that sounds like a pretty oh plan. wait there's shinies there's shinies over here guys forget the the crazy talking man Uh, which potion looks the shiniest? Um, there is what appears to be a couple potions on the table. There is a, uh, silver blue, um, like, shimmering potion. There is a, like, green kind of mossy, gloppy potion. And then there's this, like, spilled black potion that you can see has spilled onto the floor. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Um, 
Alright, I'm gonna do dumb barbarian things. Because I'm thirsty. Uh, the second one, what color did you say it was again? It's uh, green and kind of like gloppy. That's healthy, right? That's like a smoothie. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna quaff it. So you chug this green kind of uh, gross potion, um, and you feel kind of like disgusted, and ugh, you feel like you're gonna throw up, ugh, and you kind of fight back that that feeling, and then um, you you uh, make myself a con save. Thirteen. Uh, so you're like, oh, ooh, that that vomiting feeling passed, and then, oh, oh, you start vomiting and throwing up and throwing up, and it's like almost uncontrollable. Um, you're gonna take excellent job drinking poison, by the way. Yes. <laughs> Green is supposed to be healthy, though. It's true. Green means good. Um, it's so like radiation. Uh, there's two of those. You're gonna take 13 points of poison damage. Can I stone skin it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Why not? I have an iron stomach. That's not how it works. Uh, okay, fine. What else are we doing before I drink the other one? Uh, where are you guys are like where are you guys? Can you just tell me where you're standing in the room? I am. Pretty you're much by the corpses, correct? I'm assuming yeah, I'm correct. you were talking to him at. like this, Anthony. Where are you? Yeah, I I'm over by the guy as well. I'm kind of observing him. Okay, so uh, Yamarashi, make make me a perception check. Seventeen. So as you like th start throwing up and you like are kind of doubled over, um, like looking down, uh, you notice that this kind of black liquid isn't black; it's gray. And as you throw up, it kind of shudders and then launches itself at you. Um, let me make an attack roll. It is going to be. At plus three. Does an 18 hit you? Yes, because it meets my armor class. Um, so that is going to be... That plus... Uh, so you take two points of bludgeoning damage plus eight points of acid damage um, as you... This thing like and like slopes off onto your arm and and chest and starts like you feel this corroding burning feeling of acid. Uh, roll initiative. <laughs> so that was ten damage total. Yes. Can no. I stone skin it? Yeah, you can stone skin that. Twenty. Fifteen. All right, I. 19. 12 damage of how much? 8? 10? 
10 Six. damage. So I don't take any damage. Yes. Victory. Uh, are you wearing any... You're not wearing any armor, correct? I got a sweet-ass bear cloak. Uh, yeah, you, you feel like if that thing gets on your bear cloak, it's going to wreck it. Uh, initiative is four. Yeah, that's that's really what I want here. Gray. <laughs> I search for uh, ooze and I get the the dumbest looking thing. Whatever. This is gonna be it. Okay. So that oily puddle right there becomes this thing. And let's give it an initiative. Uh, 14. Okay. What's going on here? Let's order this thing descending. Are you guys in here twice? Yeah. For some reason, you guys are in here double. Yeah, Um. well, we don't see it because it's... You're the GM. You can see them from different rooms. Oh, weird. Yeah, so you actually want to, like, um, you want to just, uh, clear the ones that aren't us. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. In this right room. Now. Uh, so this one shouldn't be you. This one is you. Joe, you rolled a four. This one isn't you. Kazidger, you rolled a tw uh, 20. Yep, not natural, but. Torlar. This shouldn't be you. Graysana, Yamarashi. There we go. Okay, so first up. Dervis, what'd you roll? 15. Oh, I deleted the wrong one. I'm sorry. No, 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 I didn't. I'm great. Okay, so first up, uh, Kazidger. All right. Uh, gosh. Damn it, all this stuff is piercing damage. Alright, why not? I'll fire two shots with the crossbow. Add it. Okay. Pew, pew, shit. Natural one on that for a total of seven and 15 after that. Uh, The 15 hits, so... Does five piercing damage to it. Okay. So you see the arrow hits it, um, and then like its body kind of corrodes it and melts it on the inside. Yes, you are threatening the, the ooze. Does he get sneak? Uh, I, what What do you mean? I guess technically you should get your sneak attack on it, but I don't want it because it's this ooze. I don't know how you could... Well, the thing is that the sneak is like the mafix for rogues. Sure. This isn't third edition, second edition, where you know can't sneak like half the things in the game. Uh, Blake, roll your sneak attack damage because Joe is technically threatening it. He's right next to it with his all right. Axe. Got a max hit deeps. Eight additional again piercing damage. Yeah, so you kind of blow a hole in it from the impact, and then the the body kind of dissolves it. Uh, up next, Torlar. Uh, 
Guess I could shoot it with fire. What did I do? I could drink it, that doesn't seem very fun. <laughs> Make it a little baby puddle, I'll drink it. No more drinking things for like you. It's like a terrible but idea. It would be it would, it would be an improvised grapple with a straw. I think that that's how right. it would work, right? I'm gonna fire bolt that nineteen. Uh yes. A nineteen will hit it. And fire damage. Okay. So ten plus eight plus five is twenty three. Uh, puts it at. Okay, next up is uh, Garrus. You see this bubbling black ooze thing. Okay, um, so it definitely looks fucking acidic. Uh, what is like on the roof or on the walls? Like, is there anything like flaming? Anything? No, there's nothing other than you. Hmm. Let's see. Yeah, because I'm worried, uh, you know, if it's acidic, then it might melt uh, weapons or damage stuff, so fucking uh, kind of nervous. Uh, can I... I, I want to try something. Can I take a body and just throw a body at it? <laughs> if you want to, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want to. Okay. You're gonna so can I can pick I it up that? and throw the body at it? Go for it. And what? Yeah. What? What does it do? How does it react? Are you using this as an attack roll, or are you just throwing a body at it? Uh, yeah. I mean, which whichever. I mean, okay. <laughs> you have to tell me your intent. I'm experimenting. <laughs> I want to see how it works. You have to tell me your intent. You're just kind of like. Like saying, like, let me throw I'm, this body I'm to watch. I'm throwing it at it with with malintent. I'm not its friend, but I'm I'm seeing if it in any way like hinders it or like so you know, messes it with, with the it. Body. Okay. Yes. Make me an attack oh, okay. roll. I mean, with you the gotta body. use your resources. Make right? an attack That's roll fine. with the body. I'm trying to help okay. Leo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what what sort of attack roll do I roll? You're gonna like, you're gonna make your normal attack roll with disadvantage for throwing a corpse. Okay. <laughs> so that's a nine. That hits. <laughs> nice. Okay. So what happens? You're gonna deal one d four damage. <laughs> okay. Okay. So two. And does anything happen as the the, the body, body starts hit? to dissolve? All the material on it is getting destroyed and does the thing get bigger no okay good um i mean that was was a worthwhile experiment (laughs) all right i'll end my turn okay end of your turn next you're not gonna move any closer or anything (laughs) the 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 black pool is going to attack you yamarashi Cool. Um, uh, why can't I find? Oh, I shrunk it. My dice roller. Dice roller. Oh, natural twenty. Whoop whoop. Doesn't hit. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, all right, how how bad how badly am I fucked right now? Um, we'll see. I can't wait until next level when I can like rage as a reaction before combat starts. It's gonna be so, so good. You're gonna take uh, five points of bludgeoning damage. Yes. And five points of acid damage. So I'm not. Oh wait, I forgot to crit that. Ten points of bludgeoning damage and ten points of acid damage. Cool. Uh, and that's its turn. Uh, Grisana? Nothing fancy. We'll just use... Hmm. Uh, what sort of knowledge check would you like? If I want to learn a little bit more about the creature. Um, this is kind of like... You know it's not like a, a natural creature, so... You could go, I'm going to say, either religion or... Arcana. I would like to use religion. Go for it. Ten. So, you know this thing is not, like, necessarily entirely sentient. It's not, like, trying to be evil. It just uh, seems to be some sort of creature that feeds in the darkness um, and is extremely corrosive in nature. You can tell by its bubbling and hissing. Um, and, uh, you know, it doesn't seem to even, it's pretty easy to hit. It doesn't move quickly and it doesn't seem to be, uh, what's the word? It doesn't seem to be really resisting. You, you, you know that probably it wouldn't be good to hit it with acid damage because it's made of acid. Uh, how do I feel about Necrotic? Uh, you're not quite sure. You, you, you don't really know a lot about this creature. All right. I will just go for it then. Uh, no, not that. <laughs> it's not necrotic. Uh, okay, I rolled a 15 when chill touch. That hits. I deal 13 points of damage. Okay. And he's not dead, so we know that text, but uh, he still can't regain health. Okay. Points. Alex, okay. I love you. Next up, Yamarashi. Um, I want to take the other potion that's on this table and throw it at this thing and then I want to flip the table and then run away. Okay, so you take this glass potion and you throw it. Um, uh, it makes a squelching noise but it does not dissolve the container. I, like, I want to throw it and break it, like, on the ground. Like, like, Make a like, strength check. This thing has got, like, some depth to it. It's not just, like, a thin puddle right now. It's, like, a big congealed 20. thing. 20. Uh, oh, you have it. Always. It's Son. A, is it a check or a save that you get? Always. Strength checks. But you rolled a save. Oh. Well, what would I... What's the difference? Mm, okay, no difference. Athletics. So, you throw this potion down, and it smashes, and you see the shimmering blue liquid, uh, kind of mix into its form and dissipate. Okay, and then I want to flip the table and run away. Okay, flip the table, and as you run, it's gonna try and make an attack on you with its reaction. That's, that's I'm cool with that. Okay. Uh, Does a 19 hit you? Yes. 
You're going to take 3 bludgeoning damage and 6 acid damage. You're raging now, though, so that's half, right? No, I'm not. I didn't rage. Oh, okay. You didn't rage. Next up is Kazidra. Joyous day. I will move up to this abomination and strike it with my rapier. Okay. It's actually right here. It's not the black pool anymore. I know. I, Where is it? It's this thing. It's the thing that looks oh. like a bunch of flowers. Yeah, I know. It, the search did not. The it. search did not do well for me. Make your attack. That'll hit. Cool. Uh, Eleven piercing damage. Okay, and... so um, you do you get two attacks or only one? Uh, what level are we? Rogues do not. I know you get two with your your crossbows, but yeah, no, I don't get an extra attack. Uh, was your? I think you you could if Blake says he has his hand the crossbow loaded beforehand, but that's really bad. Yeah, it. no, I didn't reload it. So as you strike this thing and you pull back your rapier, you see some of its body come away with it, and it starts to pit and score your weapon. Um, you're going to mark down a minus one to damage on your rapier. I've had bigger penalties before. Uh, and then... I'm worried that that's permanent. That's why I decided to throw a body. <laughs> Who cares, dude? It's okay to ruin your weapons. I mean, not have spare weapons. No, he likes his warhammer, man. (laughs) Dude, just—it's his favorite hammer. It's his favorite hammer, though, dude. Is there like—is there like a knife or dagger or sword or anything? Oh, is there a chair? Uh, there is a chair here. Yes. You just break the chair leg and use it. No. Alright, uh, that'll be the end of my turn. Okay, Toralar, you're up. Uh, let's see. Yes, it's bad. Fire? Very true words. Yeah, fire's working out. Freeze it! Or evaporate it! Or electrocute it! Yeah, I don't think, uh... Try frost, like a chromatic orb. Mm-hmm. What type of damage? Hits. Yeah, that's gonna hit. Uh, frost. Frost. Yep. Cold. cold. Whatever. Deal so with that. You you hit this thing with its, you know, you hit its body with this like freezing cold orb, and it doesn't, you know, seem to freeze up like you think a liquid would. Um, you were hoping that it would have a greater effect. Shit. Never listen to the barbarian. All I got. Uh, okay, next up, uh, Garvis. Should put it to sleep. Okay, so uh, are there any good like bones or anything like just like a big yeah, old fucking? Yeah, you can grab femur? a femur out of that pile. Yeah, I want I want like the fucking meanest looking femur out of that bitch. Okay, you grab a mean looking femur. It looks like a. He looks like that femur could probably be in a gang. Or, uh... Alright, alright, I'm with it. Any tats? Any, uh... Tats on the bone. Yeah. Hardcore. Bone thugs and harmony, right? <laughs> okay, no, there's no tats. 
Alright, well, Garavis is gonna charge at that fucking thing. And he says, uh, I, I smash! <laughs> Stupid acid puddle! Yeah, you can just make and, it. And, uh, he's, he's gonna swing with, uh, with a big sweeping motion, full drawback, just try and smash as much as he can at that thing. Okay, make your rolls. Okay. 16's gonna hit. 14. And 14 is going to hit. Roll the damage. Okay. Well, so what's the damage on your hammer? It's definitely not a D8. It's a D6 for the the bone. Uh... <laughs> it's like, but I picked a warhammer sized femur. Okay, hold on. <laughs> well, I mean, it probably is like about my fucking. But yeah, let me. Uh... Yeah, but it doesn't have the weight that your warhammer is I'll, balanced I'll just, to do. Uh... Yeah, I've got the uh, D6 from my shield bash. Look at that fucking 26. What the just, fuck? Just, come on. Give me the damage. <laughs> oh, shit. Throw some deeps my way. Okay, so that's uh, 10 damage and 7 damage. Okay, so 10 and 6, because after you hit it the first time, it gets minus 1, right? As the bone, oh, yeah, true. As the bone starts to, like, uh, melt away. And then after the second hit, it's now going to be at minus 2. So the okay. next time you hit, we'll be at minus two damage. Can I? Can I so like ten and move? Six. Oh, it's gonna it's gonna get an op attack if I move out of threat. Correct. You don't have any movement left anyway. You move. You move yeah, thirty feet. Try. All right. Uh, next up is this uh, ooze, and uh, seeing as you both uh, did, yeah, well, Anthony, you did more damage to it, so it's gonna try and make an attack on you. No. Yeah. Last round, you did more damage to it. Uh, 13 doesn't hit you, right? Nope. Oh, sorry. Uh, Blake. Uh, Recon, when you attacked it, the splash from hitting it dealt 7 damage to you, and uh, my fighter took 4 damage of acid. Both of you took acid damage for hitting it in melee. Right. Start calling oh, monopoly oh. rules on you. Oh, I caught it and quick enough. Come on. It hasn't even been... That's not how that works. I think it is how it works, considering I'm the DM. And I don't want to, I don't want to lower the effective level of this the encounter. God card. <laughs> go, motherfucker. Hey, most of the time I'm pretty good on that. Like I say, like you know what I missed it. No, no, no. Uh, Grace Hanna, you're up. Uh, I'm just gonna continue using my range attack. How how how's our how's our Yamarashi doing? I'll live. As long as the damn thing don't come near me again. <laughs> He's Five, hiding in the 10, corner of the 15, brave 20. barbarian. Alright, I will kind of get in the way, yes then. And, no, actually, I'm going to fire shot then get in the way. Okay. So, shot goes first. 22. That's necrotic, you said, right? Yes. Oh, did I notice that Krak was doing well? Was doing okay? It's doing, you know, it seems to be doing your normal amount of damage as the, no, okay. the dark um, the dark energies pulse across its uh its body. You actually see it like bubbling and like like Yeah, it it's weird light, but it's still life so the Krak should do fine. Yeah, and it uh you see this thing is looking very rough. It's like uh burbling a lot more and kind of like sloughing apart and then reforming. It's not like keeping itself really cohesive anymore. Alright, I will continue to make its life miserable. So, the 22 for the hit, and 10 necrotic damage. Cannot heal. Okay. And I will, afterwards, I'll sprint in the way, and, you know, get, no, actually get in the way. Oh, uh, you guys are so lucky. I hate you. 
Okay. Next up is Yamarashi. I uh, Tor, I am Monopoly rulesing this. I forgot one other thing this thing can do. Oh well. What 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 is on the shelf nearby me? Uh it looks like lots of like reagents on the shelf. Uh stuff. Different plants and powders and bat guano. Ooh, we got bat guano. Bat guano. Do I recognize right, that was, the bat guano? Crowd pleaser. If I throw the bat guano on top of it, it'll blow up. That's just science right there. Is it though? Yeah, because you'll you'll hit it with fire next round. It'll be perfect. Um. I either I throw back mono or I throw a hand axe at it. Um. I mean, it's a pile of goo. I don't really have a whole lot of options. I'm not going near the damn thing again. Screw that. Screw that puddle. The puddle did the most damage of anything in here. Um. Oh, actually, I couldn't do that one when I thought I missed it. So it's fine. We're good. Uh. I'm just gonna hold turn. Oh, you're not gonna throw anything at it? Not gonna throw anything at it. Okay. Next up is Kazidger. Joy. I'm gonna take another stab at this guy. No. Yeah, okay, roll. Okay. 14. That's gonna hit for 7 right. piercing. It doesn't. Your, yes. Your rapier doesn't do slashing damage? Nope. Uh, okay. As you, you know, do this final thrust, you, you feel the ooze just like limply, like, you know, dissolve into now just a puddle of kind of sizzling, like kind of acidic goo uh, as it dies. Congrats. Hey. You guys never hit it with slashing damage, jerks. Why? What is. If only I had a slashing weapon. What does slashing do? <laughs> it splits it. <laughs> Oh! Oh my god! Oh my! <laughs> it, it's kind of it's a kind of fortunate, but this is like a party that's no slashing. Damage. I thought I barbarian. Thought, yeah, the barbarian ran away from it. I was like, <laughs> if you literally didn't do thirty damage to me in the course of a round and a half, I probably would have hit back. And the other thing is, it can corrode armor, so I was hoping it would hit hit Anthony at least once and oh reduce the AC on his plate mail, but. Ugh. That's why I tried throwing a body at it. Yeah, I knew like, you did. Fancy armor. <laughs> miserable. Okay, that so that thing. Um. Sorry. Yeah, that thing it. dissolves. Um. Uh, so, uh, Dehorogil is still like thrashing against his bonds. Uh. How? Like when you say bonded, like does he have a free hand? Like if I got up in his face, could he touch me? No, his literally both his arms have like three three giant spikes each nailed through him into the wall. His legs are chained to the wall with an additional spike each right above the knee. He is so like, his his captor did really fucking good. Yes, job, is what you're saying. he seems to be very pissed off at Dayrogil. <laughs> um, I'm gonna check out our Yamarashi. I'm gonna look at his uh, wounds and injuries. Sitting okay. at half, more less than half. 
Mm. I have three hit die left. I could I could roll hit die if we take a short rest. Okay. No no infections, no need me to do anything. I can just walk off and ignore him. Alright, walking off and ignoring Another him. <laughs> cure this age thing that I got going on. These these uh, bad knees. Ask, ask me on my next uh when I get news levels. He's he's got ask, twenty-four hours, bro. <laughs> Uh, whatever. Uh, I'm gonna look around, uh, around the room more carefully, unlike our barbarian. So as you look around, you notice that there are in this area of the map. Okay. Where I am. You notice okay. that on this shelf, there seems to be a lot of um, magical reagents, uh, for either brewing potions, poisons, or uh, medicines, and you also, you know, see like kind of somatic spell components. It looks like this used to be the probably the primary research lab of the uh, this outpost expedition. I mean, and also like some of the, some of the things are obviously depleted, like you know, half empty jars. There was a. It seems to be like a lot of stuff, but you know, even after time, it seems like some of this has been depleted and some places almost dangerously so like running out of stuff point at the ooze and then ask uh, uh, Mr. Nine and Snails if he knew that that was in there he says, he says <clears throat> I saw I saw Xander spill it I didn't know what it was <laughs> should really try some some deep breathing exercises he like tries to lunge at you and like he's obviously completely restrained. They're like hammer and more of these nails around. I don't wanna kinda wanna pit him down more. It it like looks at you and says, But you did handle it quite quickly. Will you free me? Uh, I will gladly, I will gladly put you to rest if that's your, what you want. I'll never. Wow, <laughs> fucking dick. I'll never get Did rest until Xander is dead. Which... All right. So if I were to destroy this necromancer, you will gladly rest. Yes. Wait, I. I'm confused. Before you What's said that name? he couldn't kill you because he didn't make you, and now you're saying if we kill him. You'll be at what? I'm not that. Well, the smart. guy's not gonna kill himself so he can, so he can have this annoying guy rest uh, character. But can, can, do you do I do you have do I have your word on it, creature? Yes. You have more than my word. Do you have any? Tips for killing the necromancer. Is there any particular things he likes to do? Is there any particular weaknesses he may have that could be exploited? Any potentially deadly hobbies? <laughs> you can see what he does in these experiments. Uh, I would not doubt that he has something in store down there for you. I do not fear the rising dead. He has had as much time as you say he has centuries to review our research. 
I'm not quite sure what he might have in store for you if you go down there. Do you believe yourself to be a asset, a combat asset, if uh, you were to be temporarily freed? In life, I would think myself at least a moderately powerful wizard. Just gonna uh, tuck that book a little deeper in my pouch. Uh, <laughs> but I would use anything. <laughs> Give me a piece of glass. Bone, metal, I'll stab it into his heart. Uh, Alright, really badass looking fever. <laughs> uh, uh, party, do you oppose me freeing him for the purpose of this one task? I think I think we need to have a group huddle about this. Uh, so are we really gonna trust? A shambling, oh. crazy dead corpse on the Good wall. Good news, everyone. I can detect thoughts, motherfuckers. <laughs> uh. Detect my thoughts, bitch. Does that work on the undead? Good question. Oh, it, it does. Look. It doesn't say it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't say it doesn't. And he and he's an intelligent creature, clearly. Oh. Yes. Okay. Um. So... You learn, so as you, like, kind of probe into its thoughts, you can hear him. And he's saying, please, please. This is the only people who have been here in centuries. They can help me kill him. I can finally go peacefully to rest. So, uh, I'm going to ask him. So, it, he made him voluntarily, he made himself voluntarily undead, right? Um. Did he you, allude to that says, already? I, he's like, I, I didn't make myself like this. As I died, I saw Xander standing over us. I saw a great flash of bursting light in the barracks. And as its fire washed over me and I could feel a searing pain in my lungs, I cursed him with every ounce of strength I had. I knew I would get revenge. I awoke. I found him in this room. I came down here. He's too strong for me. He incinerated my corpse. But instead of dying again, I found myself in a new body. And again and again I ambushed him until finally he pinned me here. This is about the fourth body I've been in. Got a body snatcher. Or. Uh. Okay. So. Wait, I have any burning questions they want to ask him? I mean, it seems like he's pretty straightforward on the whole wanting to kill thing. Okay. Yeah, I feel like he's I, that's all I want. I'll free him if that's the case. If uh, he's um. Well, we got up to a minute, guys. He's got. He's he's a body snatcher. Yeah, he's some sort of body snatcher. All right, what's his favorite color? Uh. No, it's... I'm not asking you. <laughs> he's like. This is stupid. Free me. But in his head, you're like, it's green. I've always liked green. <laughs> um, it's green, guys. Wait, if if we kill you, could you snatch his body? I have no control over it. It seems I always awaken in, in, in a new corpse. Oh, that's kind of shitty. 
If that's the case, you'd be willing to work with me to find a solution for you to rest, correct? Yes. You will not try to spread these experiments upon society. Why? Why would I do this to anyone? That's good enough for me. I'm going to walk over and try freeing him. Unless... Yeah, but what's your kink? So you... <laughs> <laughs> he looks at you and goes, What? <laughs> and then he's like, He's like, he really likes rounded ears, not pointy ears like most people, most... most most like, ironically, I'm really into nails. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Uh, you know, club toes is another one that pops up. <laughs> so uh, Grace Hanna starts um, pulling out these metal spikes, and you can see like he like kind of squelches as he pulls it out of the arms. Um, and as he does that. You can see that his the, the holes like kind of start to heal up, and so as each one comes out, the hole heals up. Pulls another one out, the hole heals up, uh, until eventually you guys uh, do eventually manage to get him free. <laughs> I guess I'll he, hand him his spellbook. He like looks at you and goes, <sighs> "You found my spellbook?" <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to open it all day. He, like, places his hand on it, and you see, like, a kind of flash of energy, and it opens. He goes, what kind of wizard are you? Did you try the knock spell? Man, I don't have time for knock. <laughs> Is it he in like, here, though? <laughs> He's like, yes. Sweet. He starts, like, leaping through it, and he goes, it's my old one, but it'll do. There's no wish in here. So this this whole process took like an hour, right? I mean, if you guys want to rest, it didn't take an hour. It probably took like 15 minutes. But if you want to rest so you can get a short rest in here, it's fine. He think he wants the short rest. Short After rest. you manhandled his hit points. Can't do math. That's 11 plus 25. Spell back for that. Boosh. All right. Still a little short, but that'll do. Final encounter! Fine, mm. final encounter. Mm. Okay. So, right, so Tor, uh, as a side note, um, as you've been casting, um, you've kind of gotten used to this kind of weird pushback on your spells. Um... Remember how I mentioned maybe two sessions ago, it felt a little odd um, when you were casting? Yeah. So you, you, you still feel that kind of constant presence of, you know, this weird kind of pushback on your spells or like, uh, you know, sometimes even though it seems like some of the spells cast super easily, sometimes they ca like are very, you almost like have to force them out. Um, so just keep that in mind. Um. I guess while we're short resting, I'll scan the room for anything useful, like how chemical or magical. I mean, this is pretty much a stockpile of like ingredients and stuff. I mean, if there's anything that you really want, I mean, anything that stands out as like particularly valuable or like pre-made, like oh, like this is Alchemist Fire or spell scrolls or um, you don't see any like spell scrolls or 
the only potions were the ones that were sitting on that like kind of brewing table. Um, one of which was drank, and the other was destroyed. Delicately sample the remaining one. What remaining one? Oh, Oh, the the remaining one was the black was the black pudding, basically that was originally in a glass that fell over and was now exposed. Get exposed. Um, so it's not really a potion unless you want to drink the remnants of a black pudding, which I do not recommend. Um, as for the other stuff, it's like raw alchemical ingredients. Um, you could probably find. Uh, spell components. Um, so there's actually like uh, an area for if you need like a consumable, like low cost gem, you could probably find it. Low cost. Probably like a hundred GP gem. Is there a pearl? Yeah. Boom. I don't know if that's so high identify works, but whatever. So you you find a, a small pearl that seems suitable for spell casting, in a little satin baggie. Uh, anything else? You see, uh, the the guy who's a wizard. He like kind of goes and collects a bunch of more mundane things, so that he has like a rudimentary spell component pouch. Like he goes to the shelves and starts grabbing things, and he turns around and looks at you guys and says, "Well, it looks like we're going to be going down." Uh, about a door. The the last chamber. It's uh was originally designed as a large area for uh, raw testing on the stone as well as like incantations where we could perform large rituals. I don't know what will be down there. It's split into two rooms um, that travel very deep, deep down. There is a requirement to pass the final door, but uh, when we get there, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll cast the spell. And so, are you guys gonna leave this room after? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, we checked all the shelves and all the tables, correct? Uh, you did not check this table with papers. You checked all the component. Uh, oh goodness! Time to check on these papers. Okay, so you see, um, what looked to be like newly scrawled notes um about now this one's got necromancy in it uh lots of necromancy um and you can see in like the beginning of these notes if you go to the beginning is actually like Mm -hmm. uh notes regarding the plan to attack an elfish like uh research facility that's trying this massive spell they say it would be very very powerful if we can reshunt these portals so that they're portals for the unseelie court rather than the seelie court um and so a drow team was dispatched of you know wizards as well as like assassins almost to come and you know take over this thing as it was seen as very valuable um then you see the day of the attack an entry about everything being extremely successful um they took them completely unawares they suffered some casualties um, however, when the wizards tried to shunt the spell, um, they made a mistake. They acted very hastily, and instead of uh, redirecting where these portals were, they accidentally uh, severed all the connections to the portals, and um, not only 
did they do that? They broke the enchantment. Um, they actually had like a, a small pocket plane here and then of the Feywild. And they were going to try and fuzz the lines for. And instead they kind of, um, the energy from the, the interdimensional energy from the portals cracked through the walls um, and made this kind of a fractured plane. So Feywild energy is just mixing intermittently with the material plane. Um, as well as you see this guy seems to have also been caught in part of the blast as he was uh, a wizard. Um, and then the notes from there become increasingly intelligible. Uh, mostly him saying that he has to succeed. Um, you know, uh, his mission, he's going he's gonna to succeed and save this for the Unseelie court. He will become an Eladrin. Uh, he will be uh, married off. He will be the first male Eladrin. Um, he'll have his own great house. Uh, he'll help save the Unseelie court. Um, he seems to believe that uh, his research here is going to be super useful and earn him uh, a high place in the Unseelie court. And, like, you know, it, like, lots of, like, it gets more and more unintelligible. Pages of, like, just gibbering and stuff. Alright, I'm going to take and scroll up those, uh... Papers about the drow situation, um, and there's other necromancy stuff there, yeah. right? So there's like also notes about his, like, and near the end about like the necromancy experiments he's doing. It's hard to follow because he does seem to be losing his grip on sanity at this point. Um, but mm -hmm. there are definitely notes about necromancy in there. All right. Uh, I really want to destroy those papers when we're done with that. He 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 refers to like any like like things that he creates as his pets. You know, his has his pets. Are right, you guys are ready to move on, or what are you gonna do now? I'm ready to move on. Uh, those papers, yep. I'm gonna collect them, put them in my bag. While someone else is gonna. Whoa, whoa, whoa! There, They're like buddy. bound into a book, so um, if you want to, you'd have to rip the pages out. Uh, I'll just burn the book. What? My book? <laughs> um, you were just burning it in my hands? Uh, yes. Why you do this? Necromancy. Okay, there's a little bit of necromancy. It doesn't mean you burn the whole book. This isn't Fahrenheit All right, what pages? I'll burn those off. Too late. You can't wreck on fire. Let's <laughs> move down. The, let's move down. So Damn it. You, I'm assuming you want to just rip out the pages and give them to him that have necromancy in them. As long as they don't have any notes that I need. Yeah, yeah. they're completely separate. Most of the stuff about the unsealing okay, courts good. in the beginning. So I think that's like necromancy. I'm just going to rip and tear, burn it. And okay. Um, yeah, this this guy comes with you. He's your friend now. Let me just uh, remove his chains. I'm free. After well, what is it? Five thousand years. I'm finally free. <laughs> Time to conquer Earth. Uh. Oops, I gotta move him to the token layer. 
Viva la revolución! There we go. Look at him. Okay. So you guys, uh, go down one more. Uh. Let me get to the page. You go down one more row. And you find yourself, um, in, like, the stairs just kind of end. There's no room to go into. There's a big, just solid floor, um, with a small rounded portcullis in the floor. Um, that is sealed up. And uh, as you approach, you see... Yeah, give me a second here. Uh, you see Darugil. He goes up to it and like uh, starts casting a spell. And then nothing happens. He says, no, he's changed it. He's changed the spell to get into the basement. Can we just kick the door down? It's made of stone. You see, it's like a stone ringed portcullis, so you can tell there's like an entrance, but then the center is filled in with stone. Um, but there is uh, words cut into the out outer edge of it. Words say. The words say, if you're Fuck looking, <laughs> they say no solicitation. <laughs> Um, the words say, if you're looking for the key, cut my bonds and set me free. Always cunning, always going, but fear comes when I start flowing. If I stop, then you'll be dead, unless, of course, I'm seeing red. Don't get mad, that boils me. Cut my bonds and set me free. That is entirely too sexual for me. Do I have to slip my wrists? <laughs> is, it, is, is this what he's telling me to do? I mean, if that's your last resort... And you just want to cut your life into pieces. Right. Can you put that like in the chat or you know, thing somewhere? So you to read it, I like, think it's just times. like a blood thing. Okay, I mean, so yeah, but I want to read it. I mean, ugh, it's four paragraphs. I don't want to type that whole thing. I only have it written out in paper. Oh well, you probably should have thought about that. I did. I definitely should have. <laughs> so I'll, I'll just read it to you fifty times. Uh. I can, like, transcribe it. Sure. We have the technology. So you want me to Siri. read it one more time slower? Yes. And it says, If you're looking for the key, cut my bonds and set me free. Always running, always going, but fear comes when I start flowing. If I stop, then you'll be dead. Unless, of course, I'm seeing red. Don't get mad, that boils me. Cut my bonds and set me free. Hold on, uh, can you can you restart? This from, is super uh, easy. Can I just easy okay, peasy? I, I can I just like cut my thumb on my axe and like put the blood like on the door or something. Okay, so you cut your thumb and your axe. You put the blood on the door, and you you see it shift just ever so slightly. Need a lot more blood. I need a lot more blood. Let's go grab some corpses. So you go up into this room, you grab some corpses. Some fresh corpses. Okay, so you yeah, you look Wait, through we've the... Wait, we've got Mr. Immortal over here that regenerates. That is true. blood, though. Can't, can't we just, like... Have blood? Does he have blood? Do you have blood? He says, um... Excuse me, sir. <laughs> he says the monster manual doesn't say anything about blood. 
<laughs> God damn it. Come here, give me your thumb. Can I nick him? Yeah, you, you nick him. Uh, he doesn't bleed. He gets like a wound. It's an open wound, and it just kind of... Then it heals back up. <sighs> Alright, where can we get blood? Those corpses up there have blood? Um, they're all dead pretty long time, so they don't really seem to have blood in them. Alright, everybody. We gotta join hands. We gotta summon Captain Planet. <laughs> I mean, he is our what? hero. They didn't have to join hands to do that. Yeah, they did. Hard. They fucking magic rings, dude. What's wrong Come with on. If, if everybody gives a little bit of blood, then I'll have enough hit points to almost die. Alright, why don't we just kill you and use your blood? Listen, Drow, you're the one that's been getting us into all these problems to begin with. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah. So, uh, you guys... What are you gonna do? I've bled enough for this party. Somebody <laughs> with hit dice left is gonna have to do it. Uh... We can't summon creatures. Too bad. Uh Fucking blood sacrifice. Where's McNuggets? Did you say that name? <laughs> Why did you say that name? <laughs> it's like an old god. He hears you in the far off distance. <laughs> I have been summoned back to the mortal world. Oh shit. Uh, whatever. I'll cut. I'll cut myself a little bit. I'll get email for this. Uh, so, how much blood are you cutting? Yeah, I cut my palm and like smear it around a bit. You see the door, like uh, it's almost, it opens like an iris, so it opens a, a little bit. You can cut, you can see down into it now, and you can fit probably your head through it, your wizard head. Yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> you sure? Now, if only there was strong, someone strong enough and brave enough to do this. Sadly, we do not have any such players. Alright, I dropped my pants, because the rogue is... <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. The more you fight, the worse it gets, dude. Oh, God. Just don't even... <laughs> this is terrible. Alright, nice. everybody pitches in a little blood, that way we don't have to actually hurt ourselves. Alright, uh, Garavis is gonna... Um, he doesn't have anything sharp. You, you're sitting I with stopped. a party. Do you want my rapier? <laughs> I'm assuming you can find something oh, sharp enough to hammer. cut yourself with. Yeah, but I don't want to use some fucking rusty you shit. Take, you I take one of Blake's tightness. arrows, you cut yourself. I take out a dagger. Oh, there you go. Okay, I have multiple daggers. I'll take the dagger. And... Uh, I'll, I'll slice open down the center of uh, my left palm and uh, just allow the blood to uh, drip you, onto it. You see the iris open more. It's now like uh, a third of the way open. By the way, everyone who's cutting for a palm's worth is going to take one point of damage. That's it. Okay. So, Tori, you took one point. 
Anyone else? I did. Oh, you did it. I'm okay, so point. after Alex does it, then the, the portal looks fully open at this point. And it opens into... Uh, when you look in there, you can see, like, a room. Um, but when you look in, you can see the room is lined on the left and right side with these kind of uh, glistening light that looks like almost like a scintillating waterfall. And the light travels, like, uh, parallel. And if you look far, far down... You can see that there is a like a another round door there that seems similar to this one. And um, when you're looking through the portcullis, uh, one of the so the two you look down right, and there are four obviously four walls around this pit. One of the walls is right close up to the to the the circle, um, almost like touching tangent to it, and then the other three walls are you know, very far away. So the pit is not like, the, the circle, the portcullis is not centralized on top of the pit. Uh-huh. All right, well, I'm walking in. Uh, I would like to ready an action. So you, you walk into the pit. Um... So you just jump into a pit. It looks like the other floor is about 100 feet down. Uh, so you step in, and you expect to plummet, and you plummet about one foot, and then all of a sudden the gravity shifts and slams you against the wall. Uh, Sweet. It's a, little, it's a little disorienting, but you're you're now standing, you know. On the wall. On the wall. Looking perpendicular to everybody. Yeah, so everyone's kind of like looking down into the portcullis at you, and now you're just like on the sidewall, like looking back up out at them. I think we can walk down. Uh. Right, hop on the wall. The hell did you do that? Uh, yellow. Um, so All right, follow, you follow in. I follow yeah, the, so you get, you I get this the weird example. feeling as gravity like shifts direction, but now you're standing on the uh, on the uh, floor wall, so to speak. Uh, Daryl Gill like also tentatively follows you in and is standing there. All right, let's uh, walk down the tunnel. Um, you guys all. Uh, Walk down the tunnel. Yeah. Gingerly. So, um, one sec. I just need my need paper for this. Sorry, I'm making notes. So, as you walk in, um, uh, you walk to the second portcullis, which is open, um, and it has like this kind of weird uh, veil as you walk through into another room. Um, and as you walk into this next room, you notice that across the way, there are um, these kind of weird, like faceless, like um, uh, entities that are just standing around in kind of like a circle. Like, uh, kind of just idling there. 
um, and behind them is a door. Uh, what do you guys do? Uh, knock. What do you mean? Can we knock on the door? Let's try knocking instead of... What do you guys want to do? Am I going to break down the door again? You, there's there's no there's door here. This is just like an open... Oh. It's like a weird, misty portcullis that you just kind of... It's like, a, you know, like um, like satin sheets where you're behind you can see the silhouette. You kind of just pull those aside and you're in a room um, where across the way there's another door with these kind of weird, vaguely humanoid kind of statuesque things. Um, no facial features, no nothing, just kind of standing there. Just, uh... Do they look like they could be potentially, like, animate or living? I mean, they look humanoid. Um, they haven't moved as of yet. Uh, but maybe? I don't know. Is it is it clear that they see us? If they they are, don't seem like, to have living? eyes or anything. They're just kind of idling. They're not doing anything. But what I'm saying is, like, whatever they are, we are in a place that they would have definitely noticed us, uh, right? You think if something was living, they would it would have noticed you. Okay. I'm going to lay a hand on you, it. You're going to start walking towards one of them? So yeah. as you start walking towards one of them, uh, you see, like, a statue turn around and, like... Like all of a sudden, like it picks up one of its arms, and it kind of like forms like a a, a disc feature, and um, its other arm it like kind of turns into a big, like huge fist, and it like intersperses itself in between the the party as you approach, like the stone. Damn, son. Are you continuing to approach it? Wait, what? So as he approaches it, one of the like weird stone things like moves itself so that it's now standing between the rest of the stone things and um Anthony and it kind of like makes one of its it's one of its fists grows in size and the other one kind of uh makes like reshapes its forearm almost into like a a kind of disky structure. Oh. Uh... I mean, I didn't order pizza, so I don't know. No, Are you, so I you're like kind of happening. standing by yourself here, and and away from everyone else. Oh, I I want to walk up to my brother shoulder to shoulder. You you uh, as before you can walk up shoulder to shoulder while he's just standing there. Um. This thing uh. Just uh, punches him right in the stomach, or makes an attack at your stomach. So let's uh, give it a second. Let me roll these dice. Uh, 17 hit you? Nope. So you jump back and manage to block um, this this slamming fist, and then it like pulls back and tries to attack you again immediately, and then we're going to roll initiative. And a 10. Nope. Doesn't work. <laughs> Okay, let's you, go. Let's 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 roll it up tonight then, because it might it's probably gonna take a little longer than that. Not if Tor actually uses spells this time. Suck it. Uh, uh. You haven't cast a single spell. 
He has. I did he used chromatic orb, like six and times. I detected thoughts. <laughs> he detected so many thoughts. Yeah. Loved those thoughts. All right. So we're going to end there tonight. After Anthony manages to uh, not get punched by this thing twice. Fucking punched. <laughs> so, uh... Thank you guys for listening. Uh, again, like I said in the beginning, we really appreciate everything you do. Um, I am working on some 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 goody type stuffs, um, so look forward to that. And I would just like to point out that our barbarian managed to drink the poison and destroy the potion of greater restoration that would have restored his his aging. Yep. Yep. So wonderful, wonderful job on that one. Yep. <laughs> Had a 50-50 chance there. She's broken. <laughs> yep. I even tried to protect it. I'm like, oh, well, this goo blob might, it might not destroy it right away, and the acid doesn't dissolve glass. You're like, no, man, I slammed this thing down. Natural 20 on that destroyed of glass. I'm like, okay. Oh, man. I was hoping it would be more bad stuff. <laughs> oh, that was... It wasn't going to heal him. Classic. Fuck. Classic. <laughs> Everything. It's fine. I'm just an old man now. Bad knees. <laughs> Dude, you're like 30 instead of like 20. your knees start to go. Is that true? Yeah, man. You turn 30 and like everything below the waist just goes to shit. Holy shit. This, at least that's what my uncle told me.